0: This is a headgum podcast.
1: Hello and welcome to Robot Congress. I'm Ryan Morrison and I'm Austin Hoffman. This week we're talking to Jeff Rubin. Can't wait to get inside this guy's head. <laughs> <laughs> well, <leave>. that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Austin, what a week we have. I can't wait. It's super exciting. It's our first guest. It's the best guest we've ever had. It is someone, I was a guest on their show first before they were on our lovely HeadGum Network. It is Mr. Jeff Rubin. Hello. Hello. Welcome, Jeff. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Thank you for coming. So, Jeff, uh, you've done a lot of very popular things in entertainment, but why don't you go through your quick resume?
0: Sure, I mean, um, a lot of people, I think, if they recognize me, which very few people do, but if they do, it is from my work at College Humor, and also at BuzzFeed Video, uh, and also my podcast,
1: which uh, I'm still doing, The Jeff Rubin Jeff Rubin Show. That's right, and you should start with my episode, it's categorically the best one.
0: That is true. So the show is, um, I describe it as, interviews you didn't know you wanted to hear So they're interviews of people who you don't hear a lot on other podcasts, except their own, maybe, uh, in your case. But um, they're just, like, kind of uh, not, hopefully, uh, not the same people that you're hearing on other podcasts. Um, So last week we had a writer for Bowler's Journal International. Um, We've also spoken to um, the paper airplane champion of the world. We talked to the linguist. (laughs) How do you
1: become a paper airplane champion?
0: You know, that's a fun one because the best part about that one is that uh, he designed paper airplanes but he's he's got a thrower he doesn't throw them like he, he designed the world setting airplane wow. but he like worked with like um, a quarterback from I believe a local college to actually do the throwing like he worked with this guy on the motion and the throwing I would not have guessed that but that makes a ton of sense so that's my favorite thing about the podcast like I love finding things where you're like that that exists but then after <laughs> you hear about it you're like of course that exists of course it's a thing and of course someone's doing that. Um, so it's just kind of whoever I want to talk to, but it usually skews pretty dorky because that's who I want to talk to. Was he an engineer or did
2: he cut his teeth on the paper
0: airplane business in the
2: backyard? I can't recall.
0: I I seem, I think he was, this is, this one was a few years ago. I think he was a, a professor. I think he had some background in math or physics or something like that, um, that helped him do this. Like, he wasn't just, like, a 16-year-old. Like, he was a smart dude. Right. It would be
2: awesome if he had, like, a YouTube channel, and he's a professor and he's teaching, and then his students see, and they say, I didn't know you had such passion
1: for paper airplanes.
0: But they wouldn't even see him in the video. I mean, he's in the video. (laughs) Like, you can kind of see him in the back. But the guy with the glamour, it all goes to that
1: quarterback. Well, that's the same with pop music. The, The geniuses who write those songs don't get the fame. Same in the paper airplane. So it's just fun to, like, pick up something like that and just be like,
0: paper airplane world, like... How did you get into it? What are the tips? How did you become the best? And just like really get into the I I use it when I email people. I probably do this with you. When I email people and I ask them to be on the show, I really use the phrase nuts and bolts a lot. Like I'm always like, (laughs) I want to get into the nuts and bolts of whatever your thing is here.
1: And we did. I do a ton of interviews because what I do is very unique. So for those who don't listen to this often, I'm a video game attorney. And there aren't really any others of those. There's a few, of course. But when we spoke, you – all the interviews I do are oh, oh my god! There's video games. People get paid for them. Blah blah blah. And we actually did get into the nuts and bolts. It was much more of a fun interview than the others I do. Yeah, I want to make it so you never need to listen to another interview with the subject <laughs> ever again. Like I, I
0: interviewed one of my favorite ones. It's a very early one. Uh, was with Klaus Teuber, uh, designer of Settlers of Catan. The or Catan, the oh. greatest board game of all time, and. <laughs> Um I talked to not only Klaus, but also also his son Guido, um, who manages kind of the American side of the Catan um empire. And it was really interesting, not only because Klaus designed this, you know, phenomenon of a board game, but also because he had play tested it for years with his family. So Guido was kind of able to like tell stories about why they were doing that. And I've seen other I was very excited to to book that guest. And I've seen other Klaus interviews, and I've never seen one as thorough as the one I did. Like, I really <laughs> wanted to make it so you
1: never need to hear another interview with them again. That's I really want to be such thorough. a good segue because I don't have any interest in Settlers of Catan. Really? And I, the reason Yeah, I know. We're, I got to go, you guys. We're going <laughs> to fist the cuffs after this. Uh, my only experience with Settlers of Catan is probably your video you did with Jake and Amir on it.
0: Uh, <laughs> yes. That was an all-nighter video. That I we believe did. it was. That was filmed at like five a.m. in the morning. I believe. <laughs> um, I did do a video with Jake and Amir about Settlers of Catan, which was fun because I basically just explained Settlers of Catan and let Jake and Amir do their thing. In you know, towards me, I actually made a ton of Settlers of Catan videos at College <laughs> Junior and a few at BuzzFeed too. Um, there's one called Nerd Scars, which features Catan. There's like two or three bleep loops about it. We found like a futuristic table that played it. And we played it with John Lutz. We did Star Trek Catan Ooh. with Jared Logan. Um, and I, I like found a like lot of Star excuses. Trek. Oh, we also did the sketch one. We did was you don't like Star Trek? I don't. He oh does not God. like Star Trek.
2: He he likes Star Wars. I like both.
1: I like Star Trek more. Uh, yeah, it's weird. It's like either or. It's not like Republican or Democrat. Like most people that like one also like the other. Well, and I don't mean it. It's either or. But I love. Firefly. I love Star mm-hmm. Wars, and I have no interest in Star Trek. And it's I intimidating. I it's Except for the, move,
2: the new movies;
1: those are the only things that he. But those liked. were those were an easy segue, kind of into it. I didn't need the backstory. So I'm a lore nerd. I'm a story guy. Okay, but wait, I've, I want to. I don't. I can't defend Star Trek,
0: which I don't know as well as Gatan. Uh, before we settle this Catan issue, which is, I, I want to know: Do you like board
1: games at all? Are you interested in board games? No. So that's that's why we wanted you to be the oh first guest and to come in here and and so a lot of people who listen to this are. Are interested in, in some of the cases I've worked on or some of the things we've done they're not necessarily the nerds that you and I love uh Austin and I also have discussed this a bit, but there's a lot of different kinds of losers. And sure, when, dorks, yeah dweeps, dweebs, and when I talked to Amir and, and we were going through a guest list, of who's also people. an
0: interesting type of loser, for by the sure. Way. Yes.
1: <laughs> but he immediately was like, "Oh, call Jeff. You know, you two, yeah. you two are our nerdiest shows. So go, oh, go talk wow. to each other." Oh wow, it's good to know where we, where we stand. <laughs> is that is that right? No, he <laughs> didn't say that exact that exact phrase, Not exactly. But it, yeah, but it. Uh, but I, I remember speaking to you on your podcast about how you've never played an mmo and that yeah, that's right that is my content. so oh that's so interesting yeah I think that's kind of one of the exciting things about video games right
0: now is that when I was a kid uh, and I should say I just turned 35 years old so I was uh, my prime video gaming years I was actually just thinking about this on the way over here I got an NES I actually don't even know how old I was and I think I got a Super Nintendo at launch which is what 1990 or 91 So I had an NES from question mark till about eight or nine years old, and then Super Nintendo in my prime video gaming years, really, of like nine to 13 or whatever that was. Um, So those are kind of like my heart systems. And in those days, like when you were playing Super Nintendo or Super Nintendo, I feel as though I was reasonably aware of every single Nintendo and Super Nintendo game that existed. If you read Nintendo Power or Game Pro or something like that- Which everyone did. Right. You had a pretty good overview, and I could speak intelligently, as intelligently as a 10-year-old could- about Super Nintendo games, but now I am very into video games. I'm still into video games, and there are um, corners of video gamedom that I don't know anything about. I've never touched an MMO. War games like World <laughs> of Tanks and like Arma are kind of like their own sub sub genre. Um, I mean there's a million of these for sure I'm not, you're, you're actually wearing a Dark Souls shirt that's
1: another, that's another one where I'm like not for me not for me same I think it's the worst game ever made in you fact you not have tried it I, no, did, no. I didn't even recognize that was a Dark Souls shirt because I it, dislike it says it says so
2: Dark Souls at the top
1: by in, the way in like your super cool I'm Dark from Souls. Norway metal so writing. Dark
0: Souls which is sort of becoming uh, I, and I recognize its influence and you can tell because it's almost right. becoming like a subgenre of video games is like Souls-like or something yeah, right? yeah, it, yeah it's, it has a brand now right and so that's one that I'm not interested in, but I love sim games and strategy games. I love platform. Like there are, I'm still playing a lot of video games, but it, it's so, just becomes so broad that I can't keep track of all. And that does anymore. that
1: make you play less
0: board games? Uh, no. And it's actually when you were talking about like games, how you know games you were into as a kid and how that informs what you're into now. Um, the I got like into board games. Like I always like board games as most kids do. I probably like them a little more than most growing up. But I didn't get, like, really into it until a few years ago. And Catan was definitely the gateway drug for me. Um, But I do think it's actually an extension of my love of video games. Because the thing that I love about board games is um, the gameplay, actually. And, like, I actually uh, really enjoy... Most people actually hate learning the new rules and, like, (laughs) learning new games and just, like, don't want to, like, go through the effort. But I actually like that. And, like, I like the first time you play it when you get to, like, see how all... The rules interact to create, you know, simple rules interact to create complexity. I find that really satisfying. And something, and it's what I like about video games, too. Like, I don't really like games with great stories. I don't play almost no RPGs except for Mass Effect. And um, I don't like, like, great graphics or whatever. I mean, it's nicer all, but, like, what I'm really there for is the gameplay. And board games are all gameplay. And it, game, video games, especially, like, big budget ones, have sort of lost sight. A, a lot of them, let's say, have lost sight of the gameplay, Uh, And it's really almost in its purest
1: form in in board games. And it's a really creative medium right now. I think the reason board games never were part of my world is because Austin was one of my better friends growing up and his group of friends was so into board games by the time because I, I was a super cool like skateboarder kid and then I started hanging out with Austin <laughs> He and, skateboarded and, outside of the places that we played
2: the board like, the tabletop that's how, games That's in. seriously oh, how I've we never became...
0: done I, I've never done d and D. I've never played d and I have a board game that takes place in the Dungeons & Dragons universe Which w- one do you have? Lords of Waterdeep <laughs> oh, oh, okay that's one of the more uh, that's one of the more minimalist like economy games Yeah, right? it's actually pretty simple It's a pretty good accessible European style board game mm-hmm. that was designed in America as far as these, like, um, you know, hobby-type board games go, Uh, Lords of War Jeep is actually one I would recommend for normal people, for sure.
1: That's what I needed, though, and there was no... I didn't get a Catan. I didn't get a Gateway Drug. They were like, here's Twilight Imperium. Prepare to play for 12 hours, and... Twilight Imperium, (laughs) I've recently uh, learned how to play...
0: um, Oh, wait, no, I'm thinking of Twilight Struggles. They're both enormous... Game, board games with the word twilight. Yeah, it, twilight like, Imperium is like a 3 or 4 it, hour. It's legitimately uh, you're not giving it enough time. It's it's <laughs>
2: it's in between Risk and, you know, like a half hour board game. It, it it's it's like yeah, it's like five, six hours. It could be less if you have less players. It's but probably
0: I, the biggest, heaviest box of the board game store, which is saying <laughs> something. And there's like a lion in like a space admiral yep. outfit on the cover, and it's like Jesus, I can't even fucking engage in this thing. Welcome to space. But there's another one, Twilight Struggle, which is um, on BoardGameGeek.com's ranking of board games, which is sort of the authority, sort of, of the, uh, even that's I know where that. you you of things. <laughs> um, Twilight Struggle is, and I think has been, number one for a very long time, and it's a two-player Cold War theme game that is also very long. And I see recently a two-player how to play it on my board iPad. game blows my mind. That's not that's not what I envision when I hear board game. I know, and you know, I it's only two-player, which I think is really interesting. Um, and there's another game I have that I really like called Five Tribes, um, which is a great game. It's s- pretty fun because the rules are relatively simple um but your turn you actually really have to think pretty hard and strategize and things even though the rule there's not like a million rules but to figure out what to do is hard which is a really tricky thing to do you know where
1: do you come in on card so i like uh l5r growing up was my favorite card game it's uh legends of the five rings it's a samurai samurai themed almost magic the gathering uh-huh and i love it because it is customizable sure. i love it you can do your own thing there was different base decks to use like yeah. there would be colors and magic board games feel so static to me gotcha, Like here gotcha. is the experience do well it. a good a
0: lot of good games five tribes would be one have like and Katan would be another have like the board is made of tiles that change all the time so the games aren't the same um, I like, I played, I dabbled just a little, just a little to be uncool enough in uh, Magic the Gathering growing right. up and Hearthstone more recently, but I kind of can't get into collectible card games just because like, I, I see the deep end and like sure. I know I'm never gonna get there and it ruins the entire game for me. But what I would recommend for those that like those games is there is a board game called Dominion that is a phenomenal? I, I actually game. do like Dominion. Oh, a lot. so you, that's yes. a board game. I mean, it's Fair. technically made of cards, Fair. but it's a board it, game. He sees
2: cards and he doesn't think it's a board game. It's they're <laughs> they all tabletop
1: me. games. They're,
0: it's a, it's. Yes. It, I would file it under board games. It's so,
1: at the board uh, games. But sort. how do you do all of that? Magic, board games, video games, and not try out EverQuest and not try out D and D. Huh, d d is, well, okay,
0: let me do it one at a time. EverQuest, I think it's just a timing thing, because when did EverQuest hit? Yeah, like, but you're so you're not, four mid-90s. years older than
1: I am. Okay. And that, I know that doesn't sound like anything, but the way no, technology, like games and, and, well, for sure, the way technology exploded, that's the difference between SNES being your first day you know, release, for, and mine was PlayStation.
0: I think I never, I really never even seriously considered EverQuest. I'd never considered EverQuest. I might have, thought about playing world of warcraft though i never installed it or anything like that missing out i think it's just like not interesting to me like to be honest like it just doesn't like it really didn't appeal to me like walking around and talking <laughs> to people is like not what i want to be doing when i'm playing video games like i rented somewhere someone defined like how fun a game is by how many interesting decisions you are making over the amount of time you are playing so it's like actions per minute but with decisions right like just how many interesting decisions
1: are you having to make and but the that, keyword there is what is interesting to you yeah, yeah, that, and th- this is for me, this is for me, and, like... Because it's think, interesting to me to choose a dialogue option. Totally, totally.
0: And, um, obviously, World of Warcraft, there's something to it. It's like, <laughs> there's been this global phenomenon
2: for I a long time I think it's gonna now. get popular. Well, yeah, yeah. choosing <laughs> dialogue options, we I can't get you into D&D
0: enough.
1: Well, I, j- so, I also don't like D&D, really. So, D&D, like, I just d- didn't
0: know, I was, like, not friends with the people in right. my high school that played D&D. And, that's like, a that's big it. part of it. And, like, I don't think I knew... <laughs> The great thing about video games is you don't need friends because <laughs> you're right. you by yourself. Yeah. I was very blessed with friends in high school. Um, I don't want to say like I didn't have any friends in high school. I did, and I st- they're still my friends, and they're great. And but <laughs> and him. we and I don't want to say we were cool, but we were not Dungeons and Dragons uncool. I know, and that's
1: whoa, no, whoa,
0: whoa. <laughs> this is actually a huge, huge just part in of, terms of. No, I'm not saying more, more or less. No, no. Just <laughs> in terms of <laughs> classifications. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is so
1: important because when Austin and I started becoming very close was around the same time. I started dating, and he started playing Dungeons and & Dragons. And I started playing D&D at 11. Well, whatever, but I... I well, I was kidding me? I was on dates at 9? No. But I, uh, but I had no problem telling a girl I was playing a video game or anything like that. But the second Austin would come out and ask me about my D&D character, I was never more embarrassed in my life. God forbid
2: I, I walk into Quiznos when he's with the cool kids and say, hey, you going to play D&D this Friday? I mean, that
0: happened, and that's why we stopped talking <laughs> for a while. <laughs> I don't know. Well... Okay. So are you saying you're more embarrassed about Dungeons you were more embarrassed about Dungeons and Dragons and more. more about video games? Way more. So And still, like it's interesting, like, why is that? Because Dungeons and Dragons is more social, right? Like it's it's definitely a more social creative exercise, I think. It's recognizably nerdy. It it is, it is known. It is so nerdy. Like to step out from um this room for a moment and just take like a normal person perspective. Look, you guys, you're nor- – you know what I say? Look, I, I say I, – I say The freaks and where We are weird. You, us three, we're weirdos, and the people listening to this are weirdos, and I say that with nothing but love in of my course, heart. Of course, of course. So, but I think – I guess you can imagine, for someone who's not into any of this, video games is – it's more mainstream, right? Virtually right. everyone Especially plays video now. games. Especially now. Oh, my Whereas, God. And, and they're fun, and they're colorful, and they're shiny, and, and they're kind of easy to understand. for everyone. Whereas Dungeons & Dragons, I think maybe the pleasures of it are a little – more difficult to grok if you're just like looking at it from the outside because you're, you know, you know what I think a problem with Dungeons and Dragons is? I, I think a lot of people think it's a game where there's like a winner or no a loser. No one knows what it and is. And people right. don't, and I think people don't recognize it it's actually a group storytelling exercise. As I, as I, with it is some incredibly rules, social. As, as as I, I've never played it. That's my That's perception what it is. of it. Most
1: people that I have been friends with throughout my life that are not gamers always thought Dungeons and Dragons was LARPing. They've always thought that, isn't it? Isn't it? It's, it's role playing no, though. No, larping but, is going into the woods with it's foam swords. There's no, there's no, la- there's no live action. <laughs> you're not dressing up. You're not, you're not acting out something. But you're, larping you're, is sort of taking Dungeons and Dragons outside the table and for, like playing absolutely. outside. It's taking it to the next level, right. But, yes. but right. it's also even a lot of Dungeons and Dragons kids think larpers are nerds. You know, like yes, I, they, I they are at the those. next
2: tier down, and like like don't go where I can't go. I've heard that actually when someone was going to go larp.
1: But I think it's a marketing thing. So equally to Dungeons and Dragons I wouldn't want anyone knowing I played World of Warcraft I was fine if you said EverQuest I was fine if you said anything because most people don't know those. that's weird anyone who knows the difference between EverQuest and World of Warcraft isn't going to give a shit you know but no one does so if you say EverQuest they're like oh that's a video game cool people play those but if you say World of Warcraft everyone knows that as uber nerdy they think you know pimple
2: pocked sitting at the computer for you know five hours on a raid yes
0: exactly the South Park episode that's I think what we're talking about is I think ancient history. And like if you're like a thirteen year old now and you're like, I play World of Warcraft, everyone's like, Awesome, get right. on my server. Absolutely whatever true. It is, you know, it's Minecraft now. Yeah. Like what whatever we're video about, games have blown up like that. Yeah.
1: Which is great. Yes. It's uh I so I work in the industry every day and I see that exact thing. We go to conventions now you go to the the computer area where Minecraft is or one of the servers is set up or something like that. Everyone there is under 13 and they're all genders. There's not even mostly guys anymore. It's not mostly rich white kids who can afford a computer. When we grew up, I mean, there was a very statistically good guess you could have if you heard somebody was a nerd and it Mm -hmm, was mm -hmm. the kid who family could afford a computer and was a guy. Yeah. And that's not the case anymore. And in what we talk about all the time is what is a gamer. And most people who play the most games don't consider themselves a gamer. My mother plays Candy Crush for 13 oh hours my a day. God.
0: My mom is playing this match three kitchen game. It's not yeah. Candy Crush. I don't know what – diner. it's not Diner Dash either. But it's,
1: she would never call herself a gamer, right? No.
0: She plays I, – I think my mom is playing more video games than I am. You're right. <laughs> I really do. She plays this thing. I just visited my parents. She plays like you can't get it out of her hands. Like you're just talking to her and she's playing it. Like I, I think my mom, she wrote the uh developer, you know, like you hit like <laughs> help in the question and she was like, I'm stuck on level 163. And they wrote back and they were like, try breaking the jellies. They're at the bottom. Like like some poor <laughs> tech support person like had to be like, uh and, like, Pay
1: us five dollars. I couldn't
0: believe it. Um she's never put a dime into it. I actually recommended like two good, like one or two dollar games. I was like, spend a dollar or two, you're gonna have more fun with these games. Right. And she was uh, this is their
1: thing this, I, this everyone always games. says that also and I, I have a hard time believing it because I know I used to work in social gaming and I'm embarrassed about that because it's it's really just a scummy genre of developers in a lot of ways and sorry mm-hmm. to all my clients who make those No, but there's some good ones of course we used to yeah probably but they didn't even consider you a whale until you were spending five thousand dollars a month and a whale is is industry term for someone you care right. about yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so five thousand dollars a month was the floor of where they they considered you a player worth their time.
0: Yeah, so that's kind of why I avoid Hearthstone and any <laughs> right. Duelist. I actually thought Duelist looked really cool and like it seems like a cool tactical game and I love the art and I really was considering was, like looking at it pretty hard, but I was just, like, I just can't get into like I just can't sign up for like keeping up with the meta and like worrying about packs and blah blah blah. That's what I like about Dominion. Dominion um sort of makes the shopping for cards part of the game right and like building your deck is like inside the game in dominion everyone has access to the same cards um so it, 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 dominion which i love and i've played online so much i've played like thousands of dominion games online guys um, <laughs> it really scratches that magic the gathering itch for me um, and dominion has over 10 expansions like uh what are there maybe 20 cards in expansion so there's probably 200 types of cards and then you pick any 10 so someone good at math can figure out how many different types combinations that is which gives the game a lot of variability i'm still defending board games from like four conversations no no no, that's fine because (laughs) with board games is it the social aspect Uh, what, what do you find most appealing about them uh the social aspect is nice and i do like playing them with my friends um but i could hang out with my friends otherwise so i really think it is the gameplay thing like i think i really enjoy like exploring them and like There's a lot of really cool ideas, and if you've been studying games, and by studying I mean just playing games your whole life, Mm -hmm. um, you can see some really interesting creative ideas. And it's almost like witchcraft to me. Like I've started to think, like, could I make a board game? And like I can't think, I can't, I can't figure out at all. Like how to even start thinking about like how you. It's a lot. It's tones of Dunshire. uh, You
1: guys also, you guys being Austin and friends, kind of got into board games as couch co-ops stop being a thing in video games. That's true,
0: too. That's a good point. It yeah. might have
1: replaced that social That's a element. great
0: point. I hadn't considered... Yeah. Uh, a few of my friends play video games, but they're not all hardcore video gamers by any means. Right. But there are... When I think back about how all the hanging out we've done over the year, I think of Goldeneye and yeah. Fusion Frenzy yeah. and Micro Machines. and like, There are a lot of like fun games that even my friends who weren't into video games would get really into and we'd enjoy. And, as and much I as guess those games are rarer have, than they used to be. For yeah. sure.
1: As much as games are normalized now, too, they don't... As far as I know, kids growing up right now don't have that. Hey, everybody, come over and let's play Goldeneye. That's true. They, they stay home and they log on the same server. Couch
2: co op games, because of their, I think they're easier to program, have been more popular with indie games. Yeah. Now. Um, they're, they're kind of making a comeback. There's a few good indie
0: ones. There's a few really good indie ones Towerfall. Um, Sports Friends is excellent. I mean, Castle Crashers is the game we played had more crashes. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then um, recently, I can never remember the game. Is it Outcooked or Chefed Out? Oh, uh. Overcooked? It overcooked. It's, it's got, overcooked. got like some cooking pun. Yeah. Um, that game is. That's a game that like some of my friends who aren't into video games are enjoying. That's a really fun game. Yeah. Uh,
1: and the Jackbox games. I love oh, the Jackbox <laughs> games. We just talked about those uh, last episode. Yeah. I had 30 people over at my house for a New Year's party and we were. At the end of the night, everyone was crowded around different cell phones playing the Jackbox games. That's really fun.
0: You know, I played the You Don't Know Jack games with my parents. Right,
1: yeah. And
0: they loved it. And, like, it's funny. So these games, for those that don't know, the way it works is um, there's, like, you run it on an Xbox or whatever. And it's on the TV. But everyone's playing with their phone. You don't need a controller. a controller, And you don't even need to install an app. You just go to a website. It's so And easy. all it's doing on the phone is recreating the Xbox four buttons. It's like got a blue, yellow, red, green button. So it's just the same four buttons. But I and and they each correspond to an answer and you're basically playing a trivia game. But I know if I put the controller with the same four buttons and, and all the extra buttons, but if I put that in my parents' hand, they're they're not even gonna give it a chance. Absolutely. You know, it would the, suddenly become incomprehensible. But with the phone, they loved it. They were able
1: they had a great they had a great time, they wanted to keep playing and it was really fun. And that's the challenge a lot of the developers I work with are going through all the time. How do we make this accessible to not the quote unquote gamer, the person who will play this eight hours a day, but doesn't wanna think they're playing a game.
0: Oh, that's interesting. And
1: that's that's a huge issue in a lot. Of, that's what we're seeing with VR. I mean, that's why VR, I don't think, is ever going to take off. Because you don't want to look like a nerd. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, VR. I don't think... I have an Oculus Rift. There's I'm nobody
2: really there. It. There's no. nobody there watching you, but you have a helmet and you know, you're, you're isolated.
1: Well, no, it's great. I love VR also. And it, I think it's never going to be mainstream until you can sit in the living room with other people and not feel self-conscious about it. Well... Are
0: you feeling self-conscious because you look like an idiot, or is it like a safety concern that you're going to hit them? It's both. It's not. And I'll it's get over looking like an it's idiot. The yeah, no,
1: it's not. Well, <laughs> well, you and I will, but most people won't. Is the problem? And and I don't honest, know,
0: Have you have, have you played with it extensively? Yeah. You know, I have an Oculus at home, and I Oculus like the Touch. Five. Same shit. Yeah, it is. And <laughs> I, you put it on, people. It's like a hundred percent success rate. Like everyone like gets it immediately, and like is it's very engaging and is completely enveloped in the world. And I've seen very few. I think you lose sight. I mean, forget, like, you you don't think your friends are watching you. It's, like, funny. Like, I hear my friend eating popcorn, and my brain's like, I thought we
1: were on the moon. What's going (laughs) on here? Well, it's funny, though, because that is true. But then even I was at GDC last year, and there was a guy in the hotel lobby with the the Rift helmet on and kind of just doing whatever he's doing. And everyone walking by was like, look at that idiot. Oh, well, in public, I mean, come yeah, on. Right. <laughs> you don't want to be there.
0: So it's something I to mean, do in the privacy of your own home? Well, in public, it's a little, I just think it's a little weird to like completely shut yourself off to go to a public space and then be like, I, I'm no longer responding to audio <laughs> or visual stimuli, even though I'm in this public Please space. Please don't rob me. That's a, that, that to me crosses a line. Like you need to... Just be aware. <laughs> just <laughs> broadly, if like a, a bank robber comes in or something, you should have that level of awareness.
1: I feel that way about all. I'm not a fan of any mobile gaming. Period. I, I don't. There's yeah. no phone apps I like. There's. I've. I've never had a 3ds. I. I was excited mm-hmm. about. Although I actually just bought a 3ds yesterday. Yet to play it, but I'm on a plane all the time, and a lot, often lately there's been no Wi-Fi on those planes, and I've gone stir crazy. So we'll give it a try. But I, I don't see it working. It's just not my interest area.
2: Even though mobile games is are responsible for the huge leap that we've seen in non-gamer gamers.
1: For sure. And and the whole reason I have a law firm, but it's yeah. uh, so I, I I totally get it. I see a lot why of your people like it. And a lot of your business is mobile game related? Yeah so I would say at at the law firm probably 75% of our clients are game developers because we do a lot of esports work, we do a lot of YouTube work and stuff like that. But the game developers of those 75 I would say 99% of them are Steam or mobile. We have very few console developers we work with. And it's probably 50-50 between Steam and mobile, yeah. It's probably just true of all developers. Not the ones you work with, just like all
0: developers. There's more and more mobile because that's where the money is. And
1: you see console is the, you know, the AAA studios are the ones pumping out console games. It's hard to break into the console market as an indie nowadays. Sure. The Xbox Live market is not what it once was. Mm -hmm. You know, Steam utterly replaced that and we i don't think it's going to go back i don't do you i mean do you guys think consoles
0: have a future really i don't know i i got a pc about a year or two ago getting excited for oculus i got it like knowing i'd get the oculus okay and i, I got a pc and yeah i'm never looking back and honestly yeah. it's been great it's a lot easier than i i haven't had a windows computer in quite some time which is effectively a gaming computer and quite some time and it's been great i'm really enjoying it tons of great games um, it hooks up to my TV super easy. But then the other thing is that I mean, two things. One is that the PC is easier than it used to be. Like Windows is better than it there's still some issues and like you are still it's not quite zero effort. Like you are signing you, you do, I do some troubleshooting, I gotta tell you. Like right. here and there. Like you learn as you go. Yeah, yeah. It's not as easy as everyone like people are like, and it's the easy, you gotta you gotta and <laughs> I, I like troubleshooting computers. Like I I enjoy doing that, so I don't mind. Um, and i that's the kind of nerd I am, by the way. I enjoy troubleshooting computers. But So simultaneously, that got easier. And then the console thing kind of got harder. Like, if I was still in the console, in the market for a console, I don't totally know how I'd react to the Scorpio and the... Um, like the one-and-a-half consoles kind the of? PS4 Pro. That's kind of weird to me. And, like, I, it seems to me like it's sort of... Um, Admitting defeat? Yeah, it, it a little bit feels like it's, like, all of the worst... It, it feels like it, the best part of the console was, like, it was the console. I threw a game in and it had the same thing. It worked. And, like, to get away from that, I'm like, well, then why would I have this instead of a the PC? <laughs> They're right. going
2: halfway towards a PC. It's like, oh, you, look, you can start modding your hard drive. And then right. you can get the next edition. It's,
0: yeah. Now, I love video games. So I take my video game seriously. And I think a computer is probably the best video game machine you can have at the moment. By a million miles. But I can um, very much appreciate that even a dork who is pretty into video games and wants to play, let's say, 10 video games a year, that's a lot. Um, I think a PlayStation or Xbox would, or uh, potentially even a Switch in a few months or even weeks at this point um, might serve that person better. Just like, if you don't... um, It's because the PC is harder and it's more expensive and all these things, but if you really want... If you're really taking your video game seriously and you want the best experience, I think it's a PC, and I think they're going to get cheaper. So I do kind of think. Do you work from your computer?
1: On. Yes. So I, I also, but
0: not I, the one I play games on. I, oh, so I do. Oh, okay. So
1: that's why. I, very recently, I like to do my podcast and like other yeah. like. It is where I sit down um, to do my non-office work. Like I work at that computer sometimes because I've I've recently found myself going back to the Xbox and sitting on my couch instead of staying at the computer to game. Purely because I, when I'm on the computer, yeah. I'm getting Skype messages or emails or whatever it is, and I don't get that same... And plus, I'm playing something like Overwatch, where I want to put my fist through the screen constantly, right. or I can go kind of relax and veg out with a Final Fantasy XV or whatever it might be on the Xbox on the couch. It's a very different experience, but it's I would never play a competitive game or something I had to aim in or, or try sure. hard in on a console. But well, that's ju- why they
0: give you auto-aim on consoles, because they do, it's yeah. more difficult to aim. But you can play... Uh, but I, I feel that, and I hadn't really thought about that, but like I recently played... Um, I finally played Ori in the Blind Forest. <laughs> Ori is great. Just as good as everyone said it was for two years. Yes. I just finally got to it. And I played it a little bit at my computer because I have a higher-resolution monitor, and I could play it in that art. I mean, come on. Right. But then... Um, Sometimes – and I, I actually didn't really think about why, but just sometimes I felt like playing it from my couch with the controller. And I, I, I didn't think about why, but I wonder if it was like days where I was working at the computer more. I was like, all right, time to retire to the couch.
1: It took me a while to kind of realize that's what was happening. But yeah. I, the, the days where I would spend my free time at the end of the evening staying at the computer and gaming, I would go to sleep tents and, and just be like, man, I feel like I didn't have a minute free today. Or I'd go on the couch and play a game, and I'd almost fall asleep there because it was so relaxing. Right, it's right. A whole different world.
2: I think you might get around this by just hooking your computer up to your TV because I've done that before. And it, I mean, it, the couch is very relaxing. So
1: I, I know I should do that, and I will can you never have a do Link? that. Steam Link? Steam Link? I have a Steam Link, and I've never tried one. I don't know. I don't have one. It's good if, for games that don't, you don't care if there's a frame rate drop right. or anything like that. I'm so not you, a
0: competitive gamer, so I'm
1: generally right. okay with that. Well, for sure. And it's, it's meant for that, but it's also at that point. Unless you have an endless Steam library that you want to try out over th- on your TV, just play your Xbox. It's, right. it's not better. It's we, literally
2: just an HDMI cable. You take it, you plug it into the computer, well, and you plug Wi-Fi.
1: it into the TV. Oh, for, to, your, I, for I, your conversations I have a, back?
2: No, I'm talking about it. it <laughs> the Steam link's com- Wi-Fi. Yes, but you don't need the Steam link. You can just hook your computer directly up to your TV. It's HDMI to HDMI. He was two conversations back. Oh, he that, uh, that.
0: That's what I did <laughs> with um, – but we live in New York – where my apartment is small, so my desk right. is right by the TV. Like, if I lived in a, let's say, house, I think, <laughs> like, where the computer and the TV are in day. different rooms, I, I don't know that I could... Um... Are you in Manhattan? No, I'm in Brooklyn, like, three blocks from here.
1: Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm up in Astoria, so we we have slightly bigger than a shoebox, but, uh, yeah, my friend Elizabeth. lives in My Manhattan. apartment is
0: lovely. It's fine. I'm <laughs> it's no, no, just, no, no, but it know.
1: will, I mean, compa- people listening to this do not appreciate how small Manhattan real estate is. We... we even our big apartments are—they would say that's the size of my bedroom. Yeah, that's ridiculous, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's—it's it's true. My, do you have my, room for the vibe in there? It, I do. I'm very lucky. But you uh, <laughs> <no, laughs> that's—that's yeah. that's what the, my real estate listing said. <laughs> are you serious? No. <laughs> not.
0: Oh, okay. That would be very uh, esoteric. <laughs> I, I gotta move. I gotta move the coffee table to make room for the Oculus. So but it works, But it works. Yeah, right. Same. How much room do you need for them? <laughs> Depends how real you are. <laughs> also, a lot. Uh, I think oculus games more than Vi- the vive games played more into the room scale thing than the oculus games did that's and, the whole Vive uh, shtick is right that it'll right. read the room and there's a i'd say most of the oculus games actually require very little room and we're designed to let you kind of have your feet planted and not be walking around but my building is a rec room and when like there's a few people <laughs> over i'm like and i want to make a show of it i'll like unplug everything put it in a laundry basket we bring it upstairs like the room where there's
1: a lot of room and it is pretty fun that's incredible what's what's crazy to me is that in a year or two those are going to be kids' first experiences with games. Like this is what gaming is. Well,
0: I think virtual reality might explode a child's eyes or something. It's like not for kids. Well, we had that when something. we were a kid. It was called Virtual Boy. Is it, that true though? Can you? I think. I th- I mean, look, I don't have a kid, so I didn't really look into it. But I think they're like, don't use Oculus on kids under thirteen. But can you imagine like having one in your house and like explaining no. to your thirteen year old well, he's not allowed to
1: use it? Austin's right though. The Virtual Boy was the the eye cancer retina destroyer. I had of it our for youth. a week and it's then like, we had to give it back. But it's not like
0: Virtual Boy. Virtual
1: Boy was just burning
0: your retinas. Right, right, right. <laughs> there is a, an emulator for a Virtual Boy that. Um, <laughs> Why you, I don't think it's worth. Well, the games. You can yes. run in virtual reality. <laughs> oh, and, oh then, and then Mario and Tennis, and you can kind of play Virtual Boy games. The way they were almost intended to be, like you're playing them in 3D, but without like your eyes exploding, and it's like for the first time <laughs> but in there's 20 years. No way,
1: those are better than even the worst virtual. Are they all games, red? There's,
0: there's, yeah, they, they are all red. They're all red. There's one decent game, which is the Wario platform, is not a terrible game. Really? There's a war. Like it's their premier title. It's the for sure. It's yeah, the I Mario. It. The Wario Virtual Boy platform is decent, but no one's played it because it's on the virtual. <laughs> that was Boy. Wario's big breakout hit on the virtual. Yeah. There's also. Um, there's only like 20 games for Virtual Boy right. and one of them is Water World which is so funny because it's
1: like a big mac of failure, you know, you have like failure oh just God. every level of the sandwich. That's I had no idea that that's true and that's amazing. I want to now just emulate that game. Have you tried it? Yes, I have tried is it. Is it as bad as I think it is?
0: Um it's kind of got some weird gra- it's it's virtually unplayable. Like you you'll see it for like 30 <laughs> seconds and be like got it good thank you understood. <laughs> but um it actually does like sort of a neat rotus uh, like rotation and like zoom in under the water. There's like kind of a neat graphical effect, but the game's virtually unplayable.
1: Yeah, I mean that's true of most of them. I remember I don't know why, but I only remember Mario Tennis from Virtual Probably Boy. because that's all I remember
0: too. I it's probably because it that's what they had
1: at Blockbuster, at least that's where I saw them. Sure. Like wherever they had the demo kiosk, like that's the game they put in it. Right. You know? That makes sense. Yeah we had uh we had one rich friend when we were growing up and he had it and I have like vague recollections
0: that I doubt of like visiting a cousin when I was a kid <laughs> and them having it. Like I, I I'm not even sure the memory it's is real, but it's memory. something I <laughs> Never I mean, remember.
2: it wasn't just me. That was how I started playing, like, the NES. That was – like, I had a computer for, with – had, had uh, educational games. But uh, that, I played NES at a parent, at a friend's house. And I, it wasn't until the SNES came out that I actually had a console for myself.
1: Well, so that's – we told this story on the podcast, but that's how you and I met was EverQuest. And we were taking – I did not have friends who played video games. And I was done with a final early. Austin was done with a final early. And I saw him reading the the thing that came with EverQuest manual. Like I the was the kid manual. that brought
2: the game book yeah, he to was school.
1: So so nerdy. And to the point where I went up and I was like, Oh, is that the EverQuest manual? I just got that. And he was so sure that I was making fun of him that he he like put his head down and ran on the bus. And I basically followed you home because I had no parental guidance or anyone <laughs> yeah. who cared about me. And I came he over. had to
2: prove to me. That he knew right. that it was you a game. Made, he wasn't making fun of me.
1: You made me name things in the game. And I came over and I played EverQuest and it was wonderful. It was kismet. It's just history ever since. Yeah. Where, you know, where did you start with gaming? I know uh, that's what I said we were yeah. going to talk about and we didn't. But I'm curious. What got you hooked? NES, Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers. I don't want to be too unoriginal. but Is that really true? So you, you, yeah, you sure. just played that and you were like,
0: I'm never not doing this. I actually do distinctly recall. This is even younger than the Virtual Boy thing. But I kind of remember... Being at my grandparents' house and like some other family member was there and they had like Mario and I, like I do remember being wowed, um, really specifically by Mario one and like explaining to like detailing the game to my parents that like right. his weapon was jumping and like he did it was like all about jumping and I actually I do remember being really excited about uh, Mario Brothers. I was very young so like it's possible I'm misremembering this. I mean I must have been six seven years old. Sure. And like I look at six seven year olds now and they're uh, right. I wouldn't <laughs> trust their memories but um. I, uh, yeah, Mario 1 and, like, NES. So, like, all the NES platformers. Mario And then Mario 2. Like, I remember the Nintendo Power. Well,
1: Mario 2 I, is one of the greatest games ever. Was it, it, it
0: Mario Duck Hunt or just Mario? I had Mario Duck Hunt. Okay,
2: no, because that, that was my grandma's neighbor. That I looked forward <laughs> going to my grandma's house because the neighbor
0: would let me play her Mario Duck Hunt. And I, 50-50, I played Duck Hunt, like, half the time. Duck Hunt's good. And then Mario 3. I remember Mario 3 as, like, a seminal event in my life. Right. And I actually remember the day it came out, that I played so much that I had a headache. Like, I have a distinct <laughs> recollection of, like, having a headache and just, like, not being able to get away um, from that game. And I think I love Mario 3 so much.
1: <laughs> I, I, I remember, so I, the two, this was all young, so I don't remember when it was, but I do remember uh, there was a game, Frederick Pohl's Gateway, which was a text-based RPG that had would have one still image per zone. Huh, And... I was definitely to the point where I was a young. A computer game? Yeah, and it was like the first computer game I ever had, and I, I must have like just learned how to read and barely understood what was going on, but it was my first experience with sci-fi, and it was my uh. first experience with a video game, and it blew me away. That, that I distinctly remember being my seminal moment where, oh my God, this is amazing. And then Final Fantasy VII eventually just made me hooked on games. That was, right. I can't believe a story like this is being told like this. Oh, oh my god I'm in <laughs> yeah yeah yeah
0: I that's funny I also remember Mario 64 seeing that in a mall and
1: like the 3d graphics and like, I never played that I, I never I, seen that at the I game never stop it. at the Menlo Park the same, mall. it's it's a shame but I, I never had a 64 my oh. friend did and I would play you it no
0: I never did either and I actually only beat it a, f- a few years ago at this point but I beat the, not the 3ds but the no the ds oh nice because uh I beat the ds re-release which yeah the thing that the thing that stuck with me most
2: about the N sixty four was the music from uh, uh, Ocarina of Time. We talked about it also on the podcast. Yeah,
1: another game I don't like. We never, I never beat oh, Ocarina it. of
2: Time. That
0: the puzzles had me yeah. too frustrated kid, to the game, But I love the music. Ocarina re-release on 3DS because I never beat it because I didn't have a Nintendo Switch. I still couldn't beat it now. And I, I beat the, I tried the 3DS Ocarina of Time and like I don't know, like I, I didn't hate it, but at some point I put it down and never picked it up. Yeah, again.
1: I just, I Boy, just got I, the 3DS I, are yesterday. Are that is a hot take. <laughs> I, we don't like uh, Zelda. I don't like Star Trek and board games I and. I can I tell you my video game hot takes. Sure, can do it up. Uncharted. That's I don't like the Uncharted. You're series. absolutely wrong. That's I, that's I more almost, offensive than I anything also don't you've
0: said. like. Um, this is us. So I think I just have something against like Naughty Dog
1: clearly and they're one of the greatest I, like that's insane. I haven't played
0: either of those games Uncharted Pure I heard the bad. new
1: one's better but Uncharted to me is first of all the story's not good it's good for, oh my god the characters are lovable the development is amazing the, the story, story is, is good incredible for a video game isn't if you it just Guy Tomb Raider I, I I played a little no, Tomb Raider when I was a kid if it was like ridiculous. a movie or a TV show no one would be impressed with the writing that's but not see. true it's better I almost said it's better than Indiana Jones that's unfair but <laughs> that, <it's>,
0: uh, <laughs> that's, and I find the gameplay I mean I'll say a few things. One is that I find the shooting not it's not the best shooter. Did you play... So this is important, though. I think I played
1: 2 and 3. But did you play the re-release of 2 or the original? Because the original had no auto-aim. You I might have played a, the original. So I can't recall. That's unplayable. I agree with you. Also, the and then the
0: platforming, I feel like all you do is just, like, walk up to walls and press buttons looking for the ledge that you climb. Then you get <laughs> to the next wall. And then, like, all your... While like, people are shooting at you and you're trying to save the world and get the treasure. But that there's, like, no... There's very few decisions you're making. Like, I feel like you're just... Running around and trying, and I like. There are some I like shooters. I'm not a snob. Like I like Gears of War. Um, I played all three. I didn't play the fourth one, but I played the first. I played all three. Um, and I love that series. And those are great. Like I, but in Gears, I find like when you're playing it, like there's you do have to make some sort of tactical decisions. And I didn't find that in Uncharted. Now, Gears is more of a pure shooter. I'm just saying, like, what's got Uncharted got going for it? The shooting, the platforming, the, and the story, and none yeah. of those three things. <laughs> work, and, uh, work can you for die during the platforming in Uncharted? uh probably i don't oh, know yeah
1: well i because i've played games like assassin's creed where it's really hard no to no, die no no you can platform no, you can die all the time it, it, you know you you climb in a very the, the thing that always jumped out to me in uncharted was how unrealistic like how many times is he going to hold, hold on to a ledge and shimmy 80 miles to the right, right and right. then jump down you ever 30. play prince of persia well it's the same thing like yes, we get it you're in shape bro but get down yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh <laughs> the puzzle aspect yeah because i don't like puzzle games i didn't even like god of war because when it first well, starts, yeah, you have to like pull a jug to open something. I was like, nope, I'm out. Yeah, I don't want to do that. I feel this.
0: that. I've, I play, I've only played God of War three, so I think I actually did really well there because yeah. people said three wasn't good because it was just a rehash of one and two. But I didn't play one and two, so like, was the this best. is terrific. It was the best. <laughs> yeah, it was like kind of like if you would play the others, I think it was a little repetitive. But I hadn't played the others, so it was just like a really like shiny version of one and two. And I was like, this is great. I love the uh, insane uh, all violence right. of this.
1: Next Next hot take. Oh, I don't. You know, I think that might have been. I was trying to think. I can't.
0: <laughs> Ocarina time, I'm not super.
1: It's not that. I, it's not that I don't like that one so much as I'm not super into it. Um, My, but, mine is Ocarina for sure that's the one that I, I remember hating first that everyone loved yeah uh, and Dark Souls is I think legitimately one of the worst games I've ever played
0: yeah uh, well the thing is Dark Souls is like uh, we should give the person the Dark Souls shirt a chance to defend <laughs> it but I think Dark Souls is uh, definitely a not that.
1: for everyone right it's clearly a not <laughs> right. for everyone oh, yeah. but I, I don't think totally it should be for anyone it's <laughs> not that it's not for me he wants it to not exist bad. Yeah. I just I think it's bad and played by people who just want to say, oh, it's so hard. I can't believe I, I made That's it. That's not like, the kind of game that you want to play to,
2: <laughs> to brag about be- beating because it's hard. There are much harder games that you have to spend more time getting past certain parts of the game than Dark Souls. Dark Souls is, it's about memorizing movement. That's, it's not that bad. And all you go on about is getting, is the backstab, you know what, I'm going to go on a rant about this. No. It was,
0: uh, it's hard though. Like, I did try, I think Dark Souls 2, or maybe it was Dark Souls 1 when I'm confusing it because there was dark, there was something there, there's something There's three. So But isn't there one before isn't there like a Oh there's Demon Souls. Yeah, so maybe Demon that was Souls uh, will doing Dark Ugh. Souls. Anyway. I didn't play it. It is really intimidating. There's like a lot of options and it's like which of these ten items do you want to take? And like they all have stats and like no It's real, an MMO. And it doesn't other matter.
2: It, do- it does. It basically doesn't matter. Some of them can make the can make it easier for you. But you know what? You know what my
0: first experience with Dark Souls Look, was? Look, I'm like saying I want it to be easier, and I know that that's just not what they want to do, and that's cool. Right. Me and the designer are just not on the same page, and I can enjoy that.
2: Once you finish the, t- the tutorial area of Dark Souls, there's there's two directions that you can go. I didn't see the way that you are supposed to go, oh, so I funny. ended up running into the graveyard full of skeletons that just kill you continuously, and I didn't know what I was doing wrong until I probably died the 15th time and I looked around and I saw oh there's a ledge over there that I can go
0: that's up and that is the game, game design. that sounds incredibly <laughs> the thing fun. is, yeah. you, can you, right. that is the the you can go that's the worst experience you can win your way past those
1: skeletons that's why I hate Morrowind and I love the Elder Scrolls series oh yeah I
0: don't like Skyrim that's a good one I don't yeah, like Skyrim that- and I don't like the new fallouts either Oh uh, wait! Even did you New like? Vegas? Did, you, did you play too? Did you like? Did you like Old Fallout? Yeah, I've only played Fallout Two. Back oh, well, in the day, that was, I mean I that was that, that was the best one besides but I never, New I, Vegas. I played three and I got like lost in the subway for twenty minutes. And I was like, <laughs> I <laughs> like, I hate this, and then I like never played it again. That's how that,
1: yeah, th- that's that's. I was like, what games.
0: am I do? I just realized I was just like lost in a. S- it was <laughs> it was as fun as like actually being lost somewhere, and I was like, I'm n- I'm just not enjoying this. Time to punch out. Um,
2: <laughs> I like Skyrim the least of the Elder Scrolls games. I liked Morrowind the most. I really enjoyed Oblivion and then Skyrim came out I played it and I liked it but the gameplay
0: it was it was too shallow for me with all the stories I find Skyrim it's like instead of making a game where I can do anything pick one thing and make it fun like, give it, me
2: a list of things that I can do and then make them all entertaining like, instead of being like, oh, look, you can go over there and yeah, do like, that
0: same th- thing. There's, there's lots of things you can do in Skyrim, but I don't think any of them are actually
1: fun. <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, that's a lot of games. Like, go. I mean, honestly, that's World of Warcraft. World of Warcraft, which War, okay. I've played more than any other game and I love. The entire point of the game is go through this annoying thing to get this item that will let you go through another annoying thing to sure. get this item and repeat, repeat, repeat. Yeah. But I'm addicted to it. It's, it's, uh,. I, I literally have played that game more than anything. We used to play a lot of World of Warcraft. That, Dota we, 2, we and Final Fantasy 7, I think I've played more than anything.
0: Yeah, I actually don't like Final Fantasy 7. I mean,
1: that's 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 it's like that's, that's less of a I'm hot like, take lately. It's become like so popular Is that, that right? people hate it now. But it's I, I think, I, like I said, I think nothing has ever shown what a game can be like y- Final it's Fantasy. A, it's a pivotal game for but sure. But I hate every other Final Fantasy um,
0: what about the one I would, uh, the one I'll go to bat for is, uh, American 3,
1: Japanese 6, I believe. Yeah, and I... The Kefco one. You know what it is? I went back to that after 7, so I didn't play that first. Did you play that on SEX? SCA- oh, I haven't Sani- played it in 20 years. So. Well, but that's, but that's what I mean. Like, I remember that, it being good when I was exactly. 11. Exactly. And I went back as an adult and played it, and I was like, eh, I'm gonna go play Uncharted. It's way better.
2: I bounced off all the Final Fantasy games. I played... Every one I tried, every- I bounced off uh i i I tried three when i was a kid bounced off it i tried seven when i was a kid and i kept dying in the snow and i finished i i I did play the first mmo and that probably lasted for like two weeks um final fantasy like 14
0: or 10 10 i just played Played final fantasy
1: 15 though and you get in a car and you literally don't drive the car your computer friend drives you around and you just it'll say when you get in do you want to go to this point or this point this is six minutes away this is eight minutes away and you literally just sit there for six or eight minutes while oh my God. in real time. Yeah,
0: I think that's the thing with Final Fantasy. It's like, what's great about Final Fantasy? Probably the story and the graphics. And right. like I was saying, like, but the gameplay is not that great. And that's so what the kind sort of story of... do they throw at you when you're in the car? Yeah, Nothing. I've been kind of interested in Final <laughs> Fantasy 15. Like, I see a car, and I'm like, huh, all right, so, But weird.
1: seriously, I, I would recommend checking it out. It's I'm definitely not that. for me. It's, it's like
0: 100 hours. What do you mean I would check it, it out?
1: <laughs> just casually dip your toe it in. It started so strong. People who, like, there's some people who are like,
0: Oh, I don't like when someone tells me a TV show gets good after season one. I'm like, you should try video games because it's like video <laughs> game. <laughs> yes I've I, invested 150 hours into this well, game we yeah, played it's Dota like,
2: 2 okay. you, you haven't even it's like, oh, yeah, tried Le- it, League it League of
0: Legends doesn't reveal itself to exactly. so you've got at least
1: 300 hours that's exactly. those are the games same. that
2: keep going when you have a story game like Baldur's Gate well
1: I'm 20 hours I into played Baldur's Final Fantasy game. That's that's like, that's, I can
2: fake
0: my way through a D&D conversation because I played Baldur's,
1: Baldur's
2: Gate that's that's the the worst game. you learned all that you need to know about D&D and Baldur's Gate think a bad game yeah I think it's a bad game I'm not sure what came first I think at the time
1: it was good but my understanding is it's super dated it's super dated you cannot go back and play it and unless
0: you enjoyed it. If if you but played Baldur's Gate or Baldur's Gate Two, you can go back and. Enjoy I will it. say Minsk from Baldur's Gate is probably the single greatest character in the history of the game, and he's he he one is of iconic. the reasons
1: I hate that game.
0: It's it's probably become very like meme now. Well, and no, like, no, no,
1: not even like when I was a kid, I remember being like, "All right, shut up, we get it." You're. Funny I love hamster. it. I love <laughs> it. I think it's so funny. My favorite was Khalid, the, the, the main the main warrior who should not have been a warrior. He was screaming and crying all the time, and he was afraid to fight. And I couldn't get he he him into the, two because
2: they. Spoilers: They kill Khalid in the first five minutes of the game. I feel
0: like he was, his his wife was a shapeshifter. Yes, yes she was I a druid. This. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, and she yeah. could yeah. change shape. That's yeah, I I played that game. I, I, there was like a summer where I did like Baldur's Gate one, Swords Sword Coast, which I think yeah was that the was expansion, the expansion. Yes, two. Sh- Throne of Ball. Throne maybe? of
2: Ball Is was he's... the expansion to the second one. Right,
0: right, right. No, I went through the whole franchise. Oh, oh, oh. listen. listen. All right, you have you
2: have a lot of respect. Uh, I I I love. That was pretty games. cool. Yeah. I feel
1: so bad for everyone who listens to this uh, on headphones. Whenever Austin gets excited, he just screams. Oh, in
2: the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you came first. Down. It was either D and D or Baldur's Gate, but one led into the other, and that was just fantastic that that captured my gaming years i love those
1: all right so we we are going to be kicked out of here soon oh my so God. let's let's do the last segment we still have we still have time but uh lately we've been doing something called game fame or shame okay. where we talk about the game we've been playing the previous week love it and we rate it fame or shame based on celebrity no numerical scale no explanation of the celebrity but there you are so you were excited to talk about some game. About where are you at
0: Guys, I have been playing this week, I've been a hooked, like hard. Like it is actually in my
1: brain and I woke up I like woke up in the middle of you the night. You said and this it was before we started it and that's all I've been thinking about the past hour. Factorio? Oh on my Steam? god. Steam? Have you
0: guys played Factorio? I've seen
1: Factorio and I've been told that I
0: should play Factorio. You shouldn't.
1: I opened Factorio Be and careful. I woke up a week Be later. Be careful. Yeah. It
0: is like Civilization. It's exactly. Civilization right. is another great game. So, uh, look, you can tell if you've been listening, If you made it this far in the podcast, I like video games. But Civilization, and now this game, fa- there's some certain games, Tony Hawk might be another one. I love those Tony Hawk. <laughs> but Civilization and Factorio, like, get their hooks in me in a way that is unlike other video games. I'm o- I almost feel physically addicted to it. <laughs> I hear you. Um, just <laughs> yeah. to briefly describe it, it's like you, um, the graphics are sprite-based. It almost looks like Command & Conquer, like, from 1996. Um, and you basically build a factory and then automate that factory and sort of like you get steel out of the ground and then you gotta smelt it into steel plates and then you combine steel plates with something else to make something and then something else that something with something else to make something else and there's all these different recipes. While wolves come and attack you. Yeah and then there's <laughs> things attacking you but the main like gameplay loop is just like building this automated factory and it is so satisfying and like to watch it like expand like the beginning of the game you're just like chopping down trees with an axe and to watch it expand and like This huge network with like conveyor spaghetti layout of conveyor belts going everywhere. Um, Did you get it? Because it's
1: very complicated. Did you tutorial it up or are you? uh, Yeah, there's a pretty good tutorial that takes you through. But you are a pro tutorial? Oh, yeah. I mean, most games have pretty good tutorials now. I'm, instruction too, I'm, to, I'm too proud. I, in a game like this, I mean. No, but I play Europa and Civilization just the same. Like, I will just dive in and Well, Civilization
0: feel... has a pretty good walkthrough. And also, sure. Civilization's also, the, probably the great thing about Civilization is that it's a little intuitive just because it's like, do you want writing or math? And you're like, oh, what do I like better? And like, <laughs> right.
1: you know, like, you can
0: kind of have a sense of like, you you have a sense of like what these things do just because they're all based on world history. Yeah, you can dive in it's like civilization like your first playthrough is basically. Have the you played Europa? No, I've not. Cuz
1: Europa been, is civilized without
0: out all that stuff. Yeah, I tried Crusader Kings 2 and it was
1: way too much Very, for Very well exactly. So I played Stellaris which is um oh, Paradox's other kind of game We've been playing Stellaris. Yeah, I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I get I get loud when I get excited. No, but uh, Stellaris is one of Austin's favorite games of all time. Uh, it's a 4 like Yeah. Same
0: same thing when I when I played Stellaris it was the same thing where I was like this 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 thing I'm describing. I don't know how to describe it, but it is different than other video games I get into. Solaris I put down and I, because it's just constantly being updated, I was like I'll check back in a year like after yeah, expansion. Yeah. That's or two.
1: that's the prime example of how I'm an impatient child and I would love Solaris, but I refuse to just sit and learn it. It's it I don't know why. It's pretty intuitive and a great thing about 4X games is um
0: you start small. So like right. that's the, is you start with like one plan and you like learn to manage it and then like you go a second one and then, and then like as it expands, you learn, like you get the tools handed to you kind of slowly. So it's pretty manageable. It teaches you how to juggle. Except yeah. you won't learn how to juggle the first ball because you just want to
2: start and you don't yeah, want to Yeah, give tutorial. me all three
1: and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to figure this out. And then so you I just put the game down.
2: <laughs> I,
0: someone came over and I was like, you got to see this game I'm playing, Solaris. And they looked at it and they were like, you got to be fucking kidding <laughs> It looks so boring. Like the graphics are not sexy. No. Like there is nothing. It looks boring. It's not. I actually think that's a very well-written game. Excellent it is. Writing the that problem
1: game. with those games, and it, I don't know if you play those multiplayer, but the pro- we would... Oh my God, I would never play that multiplayer. So that, but that's I've the... never played Siv multiplayer. And I don't even understand. understand. Understand how that works. Well, it doesn't because we (laughs) go in and to. Admittedly, I'll never say this again, but Austin's substantially better at those kind of games than I am. So we'll be playing for a half hour, and a half hour in a game like that is a lot or not so much, depending on how you play that game. And even if Austin's an ally of mine, it's frustrating because he's just so much further. Or if we're fighting, I'm hopeless. So that's a big reason why those games never do stay with me. It's
2: like if I were playing Starcraft with Ryan he could beat
0: eight of me. (laughs) I don't want to play Civ unless I'm going to win. And if I'm playing like other people, I might not win. Like if I did not win, I'm not having. So
1: that's why Europa is difficult because you don't win it. The game just kind of runs out.
0: And then you get bored and stop playing. I mean, it's it's not like I have to win every game or I can't appreciate it difficult. It's just like a game of Civ is like 10 hours and like to like, lose to my like to just like start losing to Austin like three hours right. and be like I'm gonna sit here for four hours while Austin like pelts me with catapults like yeah. is not gonna I'm just not gonna enjoy it and that's that.
1: exactly it because it takes so long to lose and yeah. it's yeah. so yeah. frustrating we
2: we have only in a multiplayer game finished one game of I Stellaris oh it's Stellaris F- finished one and ge- not with uh, me I was out way I early. I I, 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 I feel is really hard like to like end a... too
0: because Stellaris actually only has one victory condition and it takes an it enormous... has two now oh no. uh,
2: yes you can win as a federation so you can it has I like an allied victory kind of thing that might be new I'm not Sure. It's it's kind of new because it was bug before they didn't ha- it, it was supposed to be an option anyway, uh, but Civ is a turn based game, yeah. Whereas Solaris is real time. Yeah. I don't do the turn based games as well because I take forever and I know I frustrate right. everyone. Whereas so, real time, I play it quicker.
0: Who's your celebrity rating for God? I've been sitting here the whole time. And I don't, I don't <laughs> quite understand how to compare it. I I want to say fame, and I want to say that Factoria is like actually a pretty special game. I think it's really unique and works fucking good. It works good. It's great. Um, what celebrity is that? I don't know. It's I mean it's whatever's in your heart, really. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think. All right, so it's it's different. It's pretty esoteric. This is what we do. It's exactly. Very, like, Go it's through very, the features. um Process and methodical oriented. A lot of people don't get it. A lot of I, a lot of people don't get it. It's addicting. Um, but it has that James dangerous Woods?
1: wolf element. Austin only knows Force Lovers.
2: <laughs> they have to have been on television, like Family Guy or something. What's up? Who set up
0: like a cool little shop that builds cool things? Who's done that? We'll come. back All right, to I got it. it. I'm going to say <laughs> Judd Apatow. There you go. Because <laughs> now I want to play Factorio. Because you like you set up little things that then make their own things, which is sort of like what Yeah, Judd he created has done, a lot of careers, and that he's not only making his own cool stuff, but also is working with other, enabling other people to make their own cool stuff. Um and there's sort of that in Factorio, I guess. I don't know if the Jet app description is perfect. It but doesn't have go to play be Factorio. Love it.
1: <laughs> I uh so I am playing something that is way overdue and it's the first time I've played it, but it's wait. Red it? Dead Redemption.
0: Oh, interesting. I've
1: never played it before. It's Everyone good. tells me it's one of the best yeah, games
0: ever. Good. Here's my tip for Red Dead Redemption. I did a lot of the side quests and then by the time I needed to beat the game I was sick of it. So I would say, and especially because I think the ending is actually really cool. I I'm say, big on skipping side quests anyway. I, now I've learned my lesson. I never 100% games. Who's yeah. like, got the time? Yeah. So I would say just stay story focused. And I would actually say see it out because I actually think it's got a really cool ending.
1: My whole thing is is I, I'm teetering on not wanting to go into it too hard because I hear it's coming out on PC soon. And I would much. The aiming is so terrible. Also,
0: I, it's like five or six years old. I'd love to see what like a new graphics player do to it.
1: Exactly. Yeah. It's I. I, I don't want to be. I, I. appreciate playing through an original experience, but I don't want to be wasting an experience if I'm gonna yeah. do it again soon. It's uh, so far so good though. The story is absolutely great. The uh, characters are are welcoming and everything's great. The combat, not a fan. It's it's intense, but I can't aim on a controller. It's 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 either a failing mm. on my part. I can't even rem- it's funny, I can't remember, like, I think back of the game, all I think about is, like,
0: riding around on a horse. Like, it's I can't really even hard to ride
1: that horse and shoot at the chickens running yeah, away or something. that might be. Even you just in- hook up a mouse. That's that probably, happen.
0: that's gotta be the yeah. best Rockstar game, you know? Like, I think that, that game
1: is really uh, great. I really Rockstar love it. has some, it's hard, I, I think San Andreas is probably my favorite. You know, I never did that one. I never did San Andreas. I that's, couldn't get
0: past the first ten minutes. Really? Yeah. That's. It's probably my I favorite. Did three one. in Vice City, but for some reason, I was just otherwise Vice in City. I stopped
1: playing met. because there's a car race in it that to finish the heist crew, you have to beat uh, Hillary. And I played car it, race. it in
0: college, and my friend Justin, like he does the driving missions, yeah, and I yeah, do like, the, nice. the, the the shooting. Oh, it's good ones. to have that kind of
1: partnership yeah. with somebody. That, that's awesome. Uh, so yeah, so Red Dead Redemption. It's it's an older game. It's uh it's very critically acclaimed. It hasn't done much in a while. People are well, then ex- that's a sequel. Well. No, not yet. Really? Yeah, yeah. no, this is Mm-mm. this is the big release that they just teased the sequel might be coming.
0: I thought they like
1: said No, the no, no. This good. is like one of the this is they like They put Half out like Life... a zombie expansion or something. Yeah, that's no, a... no, that's true. But, but this is Are you l- sure
0: they didn't announce a sequel to Red Dead Redemption? No, they announced one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it's I'm like
1: saying. Half-Life 3 anticipated. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, but they know. But they they announced it like a few months like I think it's it'll actually come out on like Half-Life 3.
1: Agreed. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think
0: they might have a date for
1: it, maybe at the end of this year. I mean, those dates are completely meaningless. But, like, this you know that. year. That
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, like, not, like, halfway. Like, it's got a date on the calendar. Which I guess I should play... Yes, red. Right date on it's the redemption.
1: calendar is a good sign. It means it'll come out. It yeah. doesn't mean it'll come out this year, though. Yeah,
0: like, they showed, they showed footage from it, I think. Like, it's, like, not really a gameplay trailer, but I think they... There's some trailer for it, right? Am I making that up?
1: Mm, I only remember seeing Rockstar tweeting out yeah, a red background, like a too. red square, saying coming soon. Uh, well, anyway... It's also my job to know that and I'm embarrassed and if there is. That. I
0: think it's 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 going to be great. Rockstar are so interesting just because they're like almost like
1: too big to fail. Like their games are so big. And I was just at their office in Edinburgh. It's what like it's beautiful. I those guys are going to make magical stuff for a long time. I am super excited about it. I can't even it.
0: imagine like what it's like to put together Grant. Like how you just organize like no, I'm not talking about like the coder, just like the guy who figured out all the texture, just like designing the map just like I I really can't wrap my head around— I have a sense of how a movie gets made. I've got no idea how Grand Theft Auto happened
1: it's it's incredible even like the NBA games that don't seem like there's anything to them right they have all those players in there in mocap suits and they but even I get that I know how that happened like sure. Grand Theft Auto just like so many moving parts to organize and like get yeah into a working it's, package. It's the team is way bigger than you would think too they're
2: huge games yeah.
0: so it's I mean I think they're they are also
1: don't let their employees sleep or clock out or anything I think their games
0: cost a <laughs> lot more company. than anyone else and I think they make a lot more than anyone else so it's just like they're, right they're
1: pretty unique role in the industry right for, now for sure they're, and they're one of the last vestiges of truly unique AAA console games non- well, not
0: any, I was going to say non-season pass single-player games, but that's not, that's not them anymore. Ooh, yeah. Oh, the DLCs. Yeah. You owe us an actor, by the way. What? You owe us an actor.
1: Oh, yeah. So I was, I, like I was saying, it, it was one of oh, the yeah. best things around. It hasn't done anything in a while, but it's coming back soon okay. strong. Brendan Fraser.
2: I, I hate that you use <laughs> Brendan. I was going to use him, and you told me to save him. Yeah, for me. <sighs> He's my guy crush. I love uh. Brendan
1: Fraser. <laughs> uh, are you a Redditor?
0: uh I read, you know, I check Reddit more than is healthy, but I'm they're, they're going in the hardcore
1: I. into the Save Brendan.
0: You, you can oh, go yes.
1: to th-
2: the Brendan subreddit <laughs> to save his career. Does it need saving? I think he's he's
1: around, isn't he? No, he hasn't done anything in he's quite had a while. Some issues, oh. really? Yeah.
0: some unfortunate issues. Um, I worked at a summer camp and I saw *George of the Jungle* a lot. And it is, <laughs> it's a great movie. I think that movie's hysterical. It's it really you, funny.
1: That that's such a weird favorite Brendan Fraser movie. Though. I know, I know. It's
0: I, that's why I wanted
1: to explain that I worked at a summer <laughs> sure. camp. But I it is it jungle. is a really good movie, *George of the Jungle*. I will I r- go to bat for. That's a great movie. I don't believe I've seen it, but I believe you. <laughs> Did it's, you see the it's, it's like to deal with a devil? Oh, yeah, I've, seen, I've seen pretty basically every other Fraser movie. Uh, George of the Jungle actually like maintains
0: the Jay Ward Rocky and Bullwinkle like style of humor, <laughs> and it's great. Um, there's a scene where like they all fall off a bridge, and it's like the, the announcer, the narrator's like, uh, like in a regular movie they would be dead, but in this movie they all just got really big boo boos and just put <laughs> them back on a bridge
1: in like giant cartoon casts. But what's weird is that the um, Dudley Do Right movie, not good. And that's that's my favorite ride in any theme park because I love Dudley Do Right so much at the Universal Studios yes. Islands of Adventure. That, the, I, that's the Flash Mountain ride. was my favorite. That, that is a weird
0: area of the park because it's all like comic strip. There's a lot yeah. of like there's a lot of characters that like no one under the age of seventy recognizes <laughs> in that area true. of the park. It's like it's all get comic- your picture with Sally Ford. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Remember Blondie, uh, Austin. What's your game? We only have like two minutes. Westerado.
2: Westerado Double Barreled. This is an adult swim game, and oh. it's a Western where you are... It's pixel. You know, it's like love 16... It, it. No, maybe 8-bits. I don't know. Uh, your family is killed by an outlaw, and you have to travel around and find the man that killed him. You get clues like, oh, he had like a pointy hat, or he had uh, like a white so shirt. So is it
0: like a detective game? Kind of. Is there one story? Or does it randomly generate a new
1: killer?
2: It's, it, it randomly generates yeah, a new sure. killer if you die, because you will probably die... Uh, every time you get shot, you lose a hat. And you have to put a new hat on. So you have like three hats saved up. Uh, you can play poker. I spent an hour playing poker in the game for some reason. And So many <laughs> games. that Red Dead has
1: poker too. It's sure. just like not doing it. I could go play poker.
2: But <laughs> I, I'm amazed that Adult Swim, which made the Aqua Teen game where you just make insults at each other, now makes a game that I paid like 10 or $12. Well, for. adults, I know a they lot have of a people. Few decent games out there. Yeah. The,
1: it's a decent th- publisher. There And they're, that's exactly what it is. They Those old games that were like the Meatwad game or whatever. That was Adult Swim. The guy who built the website, who knew a little Java or something, figuring out how to make a Flash game. Now they have a whole game department, and they're a publisher. They're not even just the developers. So they actually I feel buy like up good something games. fairly popular. A quite it's a few it's West view. Toronto I mean, double barreled no wait, the, the, the else, <laughs> uh, Pocket Mortys is their, their uh, okay. number one game but right some, now but, but what about something not Adult Swim themed the Rainbow Unicorn that was oh it. That yeah. I was it. played I, so much
0: of that game I heard that's
1: good I gotta
2: check that out Yeah, uh, it has an amazing music it has they fantastic have, tracks so,
1: so where do you where do you put it only uh, we're, Clint Eastwood because that's the only <laughs> actor that has name, anything to do with top the... of your head name five five celebrities go Gwyneth Paltrow <laughs> <laughs> number one
2: Gwyneth
0: Paltrow <laughs>
1: keep, keep going four more Jerry quick. Springer okay
2: um, uh, eclectic uh, mix so far Louis Louis CK there we go okay uh, I've got um, uh, Drew Barrymore I really liked Drew Barrymore when I was a kid this is, uh, a list. <laughs> this is <laughs> this was, I know Kevin Bacon that's and I already, I already well, that's okay. five you did yeah.
1: it yeah so that's the weirdest possible <laughs> list Aust, so Austin's really bad at on the spot things and knowing celebrities so Combined, we that's that's honestly the best list I could have hoped for.
0: It lets you. Gwyneth Paltrow, Jerry
1: (laughs) Springer, not even Seinfeld. Jerry Springer is is the most. Barrymore is on a show now. Lucy Hayes.
2: Oh, Drew Barrymore was in Donnie Darko, and I really love Donnie. So you met?
1: Is she in Donnie Darko? Oh yeah, she's a teacher.
0: Uh, She produced it, I think.
1: uh, Yeah. So, but you met Jerry Seinfeld, and you said Jerry Springer. Yep. They're they're so the same anyway. Uh, (laughs) All right, that'll do it for us, folks. Jeff, anything you want to plug? no
0: i mean i guess uh my name is jeff rubin and the podcast uh my podcast is the jeff rubin jeff rubin show and if you search for that you'll find it
1: and this is robot congress you can follow the show on twitter at robot underscore congress you can follow me at mr ryan morrison you
2: can follow me at robot austin please rate and subscribe to us on itunes good night